It's my show. No, no, please, no. Zeddy! Zeddy, you okay? Uh, what's happening? You were dreaming. Oh my god. I just had the worst nightmare ever. I can tell. Oh god. I need some water. I need something to drink. Here, drink this. Uh, oh, it was crazy. It felt so real. I was at the beach with Mother, and we were at the dog beach, so there was, like, a ton of other dogs there. Sounds familiar. And then all of a sudden, a pack of wild dogs started chasing me down the beach. Let me guess. They were all big dogs. Huge dogs. They were enormous dogs, like German Shepherds and Mastiffs and Doberman Pinschers. Let me guess. Boxers. Boxer. There was only one boxer there, and when the other dog owners called off their dogs, the boxer... Was the only one left. Yes, and the freaking boxer, the... Freaking boxer chased me into the ocean. Ran into a huge wave and you got clobbered. Went under the water and nearly drowned. Yes, and then mother ran in after me and then she was and like... she scared the big boxer away and then she threatened to kill the owner of the dog who wouldn't call the boxer off. Well, she didn't threaten to kill her, but... But the woman was so scared that she pretended that the boxer wasn't hers. But then later mama saw her walking the boxer on the leash and mama gave her the really dirty look. Wait, 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 wait. I don't understand. How do you know all of this? This isn't a dream. Dream, dummy. This didn't really happen to you. It was a trauma dream. Yeah, but this time Mother ran into the ocean and she got caught in a riptide and she drowned. Oh, no! Yeah, and then somebody saved me, but then Mother was dead, so they just took me to the pound. Oh, my God! And then I was adopted by some crazy old blind guy and you and I never saw each other again. This is terrible! And then the old blind guy died and no one knew because he was all alone with no friends or family, so we were locked up together in his apartment, just the two of us, me still handsome and alive, and him dead. And I had to eat his eyeballs just to survive This is totally disgusting And then when the police finally came And they broke down the door They saw me gnawing on his nose And so they took me back to the pound To have me incinerated Because dogs aren't allowed to eat humans ever, ever, ever Because of the order of the universe Humans first This is a terrible dream I told you You have such a sick and twisted imagination Thank God it was only a dream Oh man But part of it wasn't. Dreams are very, very scary. Thankfully, we forget most of them. Not me. I remember all of them. Oh, don't lie. Dogs have short-term memory. It's true. I remember every one of them since I was a little tiny puppy. Yeah, well, that's just not possible. Don't make me go through all of them just to prove it to you. Huh. What are they? The same dream of you chasing your ghost nub over and over again? No. Okay, fine. What was the last dream you had? The last dream I had was... See, you don't remember. Shh. The last dream I had was also about Mama. Oh, well, we dream about her a lot. And Daddy. Yeah, him too. I dreamt that I was snuggling with Mama. Well, it was definitely a dream. I was snuggling Mama, and then a giant squirrel busted down the door, and... And came at you with a knife? No. A machete? No. A mando blaster? No. Then what? Well, if you let me finish... Well, if you'd keep the story going... The giant squirrel busted down the door and then started to do the dance for me and Mama. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, the giant squirrel started taking off his clothes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why is a squirrel wearing clothes? Are you gonna let me finish? Okay, okay. He started taking off his clothes, and then he started a pole dance, but instead of a pole... It was a tree with a really skinny tree trunk. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> it was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> that's just that's just stupid. <laughs> you had to have been there. <laughs> well, how could I have been there? It was in your dream. I'm just saying. 
Oh, jeez. And the best part was is he was wearing Moe's Hawaiian shirt. Wait, Cousin Moe was in your dream? No, the squirrel just had his shirt. Okay, I don't need to hear anymore. But the giant squirrel also had one of your mini booty sticks in his mouth. So he looked all Al Capone-like with a cigar, and he had his Hawaiian shirt on. Well, did you at least chase him up the tree in your dream? No, I gave him a dollar in his G-string. He was wearing a G-string? Who strips without a G-string? Anyway, I did chase him up the tree, but then a bunch of the hooligan squirrels ran down like they were his backup band. And then they started throwing things at me. <laughs> like what? Acorns? No. Pine cones? No. Then what? Coconuts. Oh, come on. How can a little tiny squirrel throw a huge coconut at they you? They were giant squirrels, dummy. Wow, do you even listen to me? Okay, okay, fine. Great. Stupid dream. End of story. No, it's not stupid, and that wasn't the end. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I would sure like it to be. No, it was just the beginning. Oh, dear Lord. After I caught all eight coconuts, there was eight giant squirrels, so each one of them threw one at me. After I caught all of them, I decided to call a truce. Oh, because you're so diplomatic. And I turned those coconuts into the most delicious pina coladas known to dog kind. Oh, well, where'd you get the blender from? From Mama. Did you make her a pina colada, too? Of course, I'm not a Zetterberg. Is that it? No, I told you that was just the beginning. Oh, God. So then what happened? We all started doing the conga. While drinking margaritas. Pina coladas. Oh, sorry. Pina coladas. So then we all got really drunk, and then we slept with each other. <laughs> you slept with a squirrel? Squirrel. Eight of them. Oh, you're a whore. Not like that. They all dog piled on me and then we napped. Or rather, they squirrel piled on me. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. Why not? You didn't eat them? It's in your blood. You're a hunter. But, but I'm domesticated. Doesn't matter. It's in your genetic makeup. You hunt, you kill, and you return the prey to your master. You mean Mama? Well, she was on top of the squirrel pile. Oh, your dream is ridiculous. Most dreams are. Really, though, please tell me that's the end. No, the end is when I got married to squirrel number six, and he didn't give me a name. So we go to on a honeymoon to Jamaica, and that's where I find an even better recipe for my pina coladas. Okay, good to know. Moving on. You know you want to try my pina colada. It's not real. You never had a pina colada. You still want to try it. <sighs> See, can I ask you something? Ask away. It's sort of our subject. Oh, what else is new? You really don't believe in the Rainbow Bridge? I mean, how do you explain us hanging out with Chewy when he came to visit the other day? Oh, well, that's easy. It wasn't Chewy. It was a ghost, Chewy? I don't believe in ghosts. But we were talking to him. You two were reminiscing about getting sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, your point? If it wasn't Chewy, then who was it? Uh, it was Clone Chewy. What? Yeah, the Chewy we talked to wasn't real Chewy. He was a clone Chewy. What are you talking about? You do understand that humans can clone their dogs now. So you're saying that Mama and Daddy cloned Chewy? Well, then where's he been this whole time? How come we haven't hung out with him before? Well, they just cloned him right before he came to visit. But why didn't he leave it with us now, then? Well, because everyone knows clones smell bad, like really bad. They have clone B.O. It takes a really long time to get rid of the smell, so until he does, Chewie has to live with the other clones at a clone coop. A clone coop? Yeah, thousands and thousands of other clone dogs live in a giant coop in Glendale until their stink goes away. Once their stink is gone, then they can come home and live with their rents. Well, how long does that take? About 14 years. So you mean two years human time? Yep. 
So in 14 years, two years human time, Chewie's gonna live with us? Yep, he'll be back to being my older brother. I've always wanted an older brother. I'm your older brother. I mean, a cool older brother. <laughs> <laughs> but then why did Chewie talk about the Rainbow Bridge? Because he likes to mess with you. You're so gullible. I don't know. I think you're lying to me. Think about it. Mother and father love Chewie so much, of course they cloned him. They already got my DNA, and they're gonna clone me, you know, once I... Uh, well, kick the bucket. Really? How do you know this? Well, the last time we went to see Kumar, he took one of my teeth. Dr. Kumar? That's how they do it? Yeah, they pull one of your teeth out and save it for later. Then they clone the tooth, and then the whole rest of your body, brain, and personality form around the tooth in a jar. Uh, in a mason jar. You just, you gotta add dirt and water, and then it sprouts up on its own, and then... One day, a little clone puppy shoots out of the lid. They almost hurt his head. Well, they keep the lid unscrewed. Wait, how come Kumar's never taken a tooth of mine? Well, who'd want to clone you? <laughs> no, seriously, though. Who'd want to clone you? Mommy and Daddy love me. Yeah, but I'm sure they'll be happier when you're gone. What? So, you know, they can get a different dog, like a Vishla. If you want to replace me with a Vishla, then you just can probably... Just relax, get... Indy. I'm just joking. I know father and mother love you very, very much. Why? I have no freaking idea. You do. You don't want to admit it, but you do too. But wait, wait. Should I pull out one of my own teeth and leave it under the pillow as like a hint? <laughs> well, you really want to get cloned, huh? Well, if if you are, then yeah, I do. But well, I want to be there when you grow up in the Mesa jar so we can do it together. Dude, you do realize that the clones won't be us. What do you mean? It's not like we're reincarnating. It's just two new dogs who look and smell like us. But would they have our personalities? Doubt it. No way another dog could be as dope as me. Or me? I mean, then what's the point? I mean... If it's just another dog that looks like me, then why not just get another dog that looks like me? Maybe they'll inject them with our personality to make them the same. That sounds like a deluxe package. How would they do that? Well, if they made us drink some prune juice and then used our urine as a tincture and then injected our clones with it... Then they get our personalities! Because it's all in the pee. Wait... Wait, are you sure that doesn't sound right? It's science, Indy. Okay, what do you know about science? You'd be surprised. I watch a lot of science documentaries with Daddy. Point is, these new clones are going to steal our personalities, then they're going to steal our parents' love. Imagine, they'll forget all about us once we're dead. They'll just be loving and cuddling on these new pups. Those goddamn clones! Yeah, stupid freaking clones. What are we going to do? I mean, besides try to never die. Well... We could stage a break-in at Sunset Animal Hospital. Why would we do that? Because that's where Kumar lives, with the cats and the birds and the reptiles he keeps. He has reptiles? Yeah, I heard him tell Mother once that people drop off all kinds of animals on his doorstep. Rats, sheep, turtles, cows. So yeah, we could sneak in past the cat cages. Unless there are three of them, because then they'll be doing the witchcraft. And slip into Kumar's stash while he's snoring and steal my tooth back. Just like the tooth fairy. Where do you think he keeps it? In his desk, stupid. With all the other dog teeth. He has a drawer in his desk for the dog teeth? All doctors do. I had no idea. Also, whenever mother and father try to open your mouth... Like to brush my teeth. I hate it when you do that. Right. They're probably just brushing our teeth to size up which one to extract for our clones. Makes total sense. I mean, why else would they? So next time they try to get into your mouth... I'll bite them. Well, maybe not that. I mean, unless you want to get put down. You said they wouldn't do that. Who knows? You're the one who said humans aren't trustworthy. True, but I don't think mama and daddy 
would ever... I don't think so either, but you never know. I mean, the mere fact that humanoids have the ability to take their pets to some place and put them to sleep whenever they feel like it, why, that just goes to show you the order of the universe. We're second-class species. Imagine if things were turned around. We'd put them on leashes. And when they got too old and sick to take care of, a.k.a. expensive, we'd just stick a needle in their arm and put them to sleep. I don't want to do that to Mama and Daddy. I'm not saying we're going to do it. I'm just saying, imagine if we had the power to. Well, I wouldn't do it. Neither would I. You mean neither. That's what I said. Neither. Dogs are too pure to be so evil. I mean, we don't even have an evil bone in our entire body. Unless humans train us that way. Exactly. Oh, we're really, really hungry. Like starving. Like when I had to eat that old blind dude's eyeballs and toes. I thought you ate his nose. You you, you ate his toes too? Well, I forgot to tell you that part. Oh, anyway, it was a dream. Or was it? What do you mean? <laughs> Well, we don't really know each other's history, you know, before we got to mother and father's place. Oh, I told you my history. Yeah, and I told you mine, but what if I had another history, too? Like what? Like what happened to my dream. Stop the messing with me. You didn't eat some old dude's eyeballs. You'll never know. Back to cloning. <laughs> wow, you're really obsessed with this idea now, aren't you? Well, I just never want it to happen to me. Yeah, the truth is that it's really, really bad, not just for us, but for so many other dogs, too. What do you mean? Well, there's only, like, one place that does it in Korea. Well, that's where Mama's from. Well, she's from here, but yes, her people are from Korea. I I don't understand. It's like you're an English short-haired pointer, but you're actually American. Yeah, I'm definitely not British. Otherwise, I'd have that stupid voice. Anyway, the only place where they clone dogs is in Korea, and it's not an exact science, I hear. How come? Well, it can take a whole bunch of puppies breeding in jars before they get to one that is actually a good clone. Well, what do they do with the puppies that aren't? I think they throw them in the recycle with the other glass and plastic containers. Wait, the puppies are still inside? Yep. But then what happens to them? Well, they probably get recycled into some plastic cup or plate so humanoids can eat on them and then they just throw them away again. That is awful. And like I said, there's no way to get the exact personality into a clone anyway. Environmental factors have so much to do with who we are as characters. You know what I mean? True. I mean, I wouldn't be as funny and crazy if it wasn't for that asshole who whacked off my tail wrong. Yeah, you'd be a much more likable dog without that history. Yeah, and you'd be so much more sweeter if you didn't live such a privileged life. Hey, I had it hard on the streets. For a hot second. I was born on the streets. So was I. My mother was taken away by some guy in a uniform. Probably dragged off to the pound. I had to fend for myself. I slept between two garbage cans at night just to get away from the cold air. I slept in bushes with dead rats. And this is why we are... We're so amazing and interesting... Our street life made us the cooters dogs we are today. <laughs> you are finally getting it now. See? That's why cloning doesn't work. Because the little clone punch go from a weird mason yard lab to a safe home. And, you know, they never have to live a thug life of adventure ever. Yeah, no street fights. No dodging cars in traffic. No getting into fights with cats. And losing. Have you ever seen my battle scars? One right above my paw, right over here. Have you yes, seen that one? you showed it to me before. And have you seen the one on my nose? For sure he got swiped by a cat on the street. Yeah, he's lucky to be alive, the little lug. So actually, we should thank our hard life and the humanoids, cats, and other dogs that have hurt us, because really, they're the ones who shape
shaped our character and who made us who we are today. That's really deep. Deeper than the ocean that nearly drowned you. <laughs> so, a lesson to our audience. Don't clone your dog. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not right and it won't work. Zeddy and I are once in a lifetime mutts and so is your dog. Like we said before, enjoy the moment now. Take them out for lots of walks and give them lots of love. And most importantly, give them lots of good food. Fuck kibble. Oh, shoot. I just realized something. What? Well, because you rudely woke me up from my dreams, I mean my nightmares. Whatever. We forgot to answer some of our fan questions. Ooh, our loyal listeners, our Instagram followers, yippee. Cool it, Indy. Let's just get to answering their questions. Let's do it. Slickhair underscore Big Dare sent us a question via Instagram. What is it? What is it? He asks, what is the grossest food or thing you ever ate? Is this a trick question? Totally. Because what you think is gross is probably amazingly delicious to us. Exactly. For example, in our scavenger days, Chewie and I have been known to eat human poop once in a while. Delicious. <laughs> That's from our OG days back in the hood, living in the streets of South Central LA. I've had it too, you know. It's a delicacy. So there are some fleshies that live on the streets, you know, Kind of like the way us dogs sometimes live on the streets. Pug life. Not to be confused with pug life. So since they don't have a home, sometimes they have to poop in the streets. And it's delicious. Human poop has a little bit more of a caramelly flavor to it. It's a little more toasty like frosted flakes. More sugary than dog poop. And because of our amazing sense of smell, we can taste all the remnants of what the fleshy ate during their last few days before the dump. We love human crap. Donuts, burgers, ice cream. The worse your dog it is, the tastier it is for us. Now don't tell mother and father, of course, because if they catch us eating it, like let's say in a park corner or something, we'll get the shit kicked out of us. Not literally, but they really freak out. <laughs> Alright, next question. Sleepy Beach on Instagram wants to know if we humans haven't discovered your kind or given a name for your species, what would you call yourself? That's a really great question. In our own doggy language, we call ourselves something else. I think humans call this dog because it's God spelled backwards and we're the closest thing to perfection on the planet. Word. But in our doggy language, we have our own name for who we are. We, of course, have been around for over 15,000 years. Wait, not us, but dogs. Duh. But our name that we call ourselves is a long-held doggy secret. And if I told you, we'd have to kill you. It's against our doggy code. Word. Ha, <laughs> just kidding. We call ourselves... <coughs> it means dog in our language. Oh shit, is Chewie back? From the clone coop? I'm not sure, but that's definitely his theme song. <coughs> what the fuck? Is that a cat's voice? I can't see him. Where is he? Where is he? I think it's just his spirit. I thought you didn't believe in spirits. I don't, not with dogs, but you said cats engage in witchcraft. What's it saying? Do I look like I speak cat? We need an interpreter. Hold on. Wait. Maybe he's saying something about cloning. They clone cats too? What in the world is the point of that? Shh. Maybe if I use my superpowers, I can understand him. Superpowered Zeddy. Yeah, right. Shh. Is he gone? I think so. Oh, 
Thank God, that was terrifying. At first I thought I was hearing voices in my head. You know Mother keeps a box of ashes from some cat she used to have in her bedroom. Why in the world would she do that? She had some cat before us, before she even met Father. Some cat named Jordan or something. Actually, she had two cats, I heard, but the other one she lost in the breakup. Humans are lame, splitting up animal siblings because they can't agree on which movie to watch. Anyway, I'm pretty sure that was Jordan. Jordan the cat? Yeah, he was an orange cat. I think they call them tabbies. Tabby the witch. But why it came down to talk to us, I have no idea. Well, good thing we got it recorded. What do you mean, why? So when we find an interpreter, we can find out what the hell it was saying. <laughs> you know, sometimes, Indy, you're pretty smart. Duh. So, do you know any cat interpreters? No. Then strike what I just said. But we can find one. And when we do... We know exactly what it wants. I bet you Lucky knows how to speak cat. You think? Well, he's been around the longest, and he's basically the wisest, so... So the next time we see him, we'll play back the recording and ask him. Oh, that was so freaky. I don't even know how to continue. All right, listen, I'll be right back. Wait, wait, where are you going? I need to find my bully stick so I have something to chew on. Why? So I have something to chew on. Hurry back. What the hell am I supposed to talk about while he's gone? Um, any suggestions, people? I guess he can't talk back to me, which is stupid. They should really have a two-way podcast thing. Well... I guess I could just uh, close my eyes for a second, and maybe I could see Indiana, Indiana. But, but what? Who are you? Where are you? I'm your fairy ESP godmother. Why are you talking like that? Like what? With your stupid accent. I'm an English short-haired pointer. Or rather, I was an English short-haired pointer. You're a ghost? I'm a fairy. You're a ghost? I'm a fairy. So you're a ghost? Oh, there's nothing to be afraid of, my dear. I'm just your long-lost ancestor who watches over you. Uh, Why do you gotta do that? Because I want you to feel safe, dear. Safe and sound, knowing that you are never alone. Never, ever, ever. That's okay. I can be alone. It's fine. Are you fine right now? Yep. Because you sound rather frightened, Indiana. No, no, everything's cool. Okay, so you can just leave now. Well, I shall leave soon. I have a nice cup of tea waiting for me. Huh? But the reason I came down is to tell you that you are doing so much better than before, and I am so, so very proud of you. Uh, Thank you. You used to be so frightened of everyone, of all people and dogs and shadows and, well... Everything, really, and now you've really started to find your way. You think? I do, and I want you to continue this journey of trusting humans and dogs and shadows and, well, everything, because life should be about exploration and adventure, not fear and isolation. You dig? I think so. So the last thing I want to tell you is to stick up for yourself. Know your worth. You're so much smarter than that little pumpkin patch of a hound, and you should show it more. Also, if you want to know what the cat said, I can tell you. Ugh, sorry, Andy. It took me forever to find this goddamn bully stack. I forgot where I hid it. Ugh, really, Andy? What? Did you really just fall asleep on the air? I just took a little doggy power nap. But we're recording a podcast. I leave you for one second. What was I supposed to do? Recite a Shakespeare monologue by myself? 
Jesus, okay, relax, bitch, jeez. I'm allowed to take naps. Okay, just try not to do them while we're recording. Whatever. Here, I brought you a bully stick. I'm fine, thank you. You don't want to chew on it? You know, to get your nerves chill? My nerves are fine, thank you very, very much. (laughs) Okay, okay, so did you uh, have any dreams while I was gone? No. I mean, I did, but uh, I don't remember it. Are you sure? Because you said you remember all of your dreams. I guess I didn't have any this time, I guess. (laughs) Did you just talk in a partial British accent? No. (laughs) You did it again. All right, folks. I guess this is probably a good time to wrap things up a bit. Yes, I have a cup of tea waiting for me. What? Okay. Well, fleshy friends. Wait, don't forget about our book. Oh, right. We need to read a page from our yet-to-be-published coffee table book, 865 Reasons Why Having a Dog is So Much Better Than Having a Kid. Reason number 732. Christmas. Christmas. This is a no-brainer, right, Teddy? Let's tell our audience why. Because dogs don't know what the fuck Christmas is. We know that when you have kids, they know what Christmas is, and that means a very expensive time of year for all you dumbass fleshy folks who get sucked into working extra hours at your dumbass job so you can buy whatever it is your stupid ass kid cries about every year, only to realize that 10 minutes after he's unwrapped the thing, he's totally forgotten about the stupid ass toy. Yeah, we've seen it for years with our little fleshies and our own extended family. Yeah, they're pretty cute, but. They know what Christmas is. All right, folks, that's it for another amazing episode. Thanks again for tuning in to our podcast. And remember to follow us on the gram at the Zeddy and Indie Show. And go to patreon.com or our website, thezeddyandindieshow.com to find out more about how you can contribute to us getting off kibble. And you can also check out our merch there. We got shirts and other swag for your pup that we're sure you're going to dig. And don't forget to send us some questions or comments on our Instagram page. We'd love to hear from all you out there. And let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to cover. We'll do our best to shed light on all your doggy secrets. Well, not all of them. But until then, smell you later. later.